Hi, this is Chase Masterson, founder of the Pop Culture Hero Coalition. This is Nightingale of the Extreme Justice League. This is Mark Animal Mac Young. This is Temper from the Washington Initiative. Hey everybody, this is Eric the Smoke Moran. This is Wedget, New Jersey's number one real life superhero. You're listening to Heroes 101 Radio. Why you should listen to Heroes is beyond me. La 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 la. That's right. I'm still trying to warm up. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's what happens when you eat ice cream right before your radio show. Uh, but you There's know, it was nothing keto. wrong with ever eating ice cream. There, you there, can eat nothing it on the wrong air with it. Yeah. Right. I could eat it on the air. Next, I think we'll do that. We'll do that. What is that? That kind of um, oh god. Where you don't sit do that. And, that's no. You, you know what I'm ASMR. talking about, though, right? ASMR, AS- where you sit there and you oh, eat. That, those sounds like <laughs> ma- so make me shudder. Ridiculous. I, I it's so bad. That type of sound makes me shudder so hard. It's so yeah, I, yeah, me too. I can't stand to hear people eat. So it's so sorry. funny how it's like it's one way or the other. Like you're horrified, mm-hmm. or you you're really into it. Like no one's like, eh. <laughs> I don't. I don't even consider it horrified. I consider it borderline enraged Border- uh-huh. right right so to actually I don't, I just don't get it so you know you guys we, we're heroes 101 radio <laughs> we just kind of started <laughs> out there I you know I was eating this keto ice cream by the way it's called what is it what is it because you know I don't need the extra sugar and really I have no problem with monk fruit and erythritol there you know I have I love it it doesn't feel like I sugar spike at all um, I'm not doing keto it's just um, my desserts, I try to you, keep you my little just want to eat fake ice cream. Dude, you know what? But this was slamming. If you guys have ever eaten enlightened keto butter pecan, holy merit, it's good. It is Because I try them out to see who's taste. We're going to have to do that. We're just going to have to do a food show one time and just go, okay, so my favorite ice cream is. But that's not why we're here tonight. Oh, does he love ice cream? Oh, yeah. It's oh, a family oh. pastime. Dude, we should have your dad on anyway. Can you imagine all the questions we That'd could ask fun. him? Oh, I know. I know. Your poor dad. We'd be going. It'd be like him going to a party where everyone has to ask him 10,000 different questions about their health and about what is this yeah. spot on my arm, blah, blah, blah. Poor guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what you get when you are a, a physician. That's, that's what happens, man. People people see it as your superpower. They all want to know about it. So. Oh, check out the segue. And speaking of superpowers, welcome to <laughs> how'd you like that? Was that that was pretty good, right? <laughs> welcome to Heroes 101 Radio. This is a radio show that was created by real life superheroes for everyone, especially real life superheroes and those who are aspiring to be real life superheroes. The people you hear speaking are hey, even idiots. if we didn't call we're idiots. Hey, even if we didn't call ourselves real life superheroes, the media has called us that so much. Then we decided to roll with it because you get what we're talking about. I'm Rock and Roll, and my wonderful co-host that you hear talking about uh, ice cream with me is the amazing and Impact. Woo! Oh, we're not going to have any. You're not going to put any applause. Thanks for leaving me dry there, Mo. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't need it. It's every week. 
thank you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, and and on the uh, on the soundboard, not doing his job is Nightbug. <laughs> oh God! See, you know what? If annoying you is your job, then you are exceeding in it. That's amazing. See, see. Okay. So, uh, you know, we last week on Heroes 101, we, we do try to help you live a, I always say this, and it's not just an empty catchphrase. We, we try. We not. try to help you live a happy, healthy, safer life, right? Because if you're real life superheroes and you have a radio show, what are you going to do? Talk about, like, uh, comics all day? You could, but I think it would behoove you to have some useful information going out to the public because, you know, maybe they want to know the best way to do a homeless outreach without a lot of money, or maybe they want to know the best way to survive, you know, back in the day in a nightclub and to not have someone take advantage of you. Or maybe they want to know the best way to um, plan their meals so that they have superfoods and super nutrients. We've actually done that. Um, so, you know, last week was a really heavy show. Was it last week? Or the week before? Two weeks it was ago. the week before. It was two weeks yeah, it was it was two weeks ago, and and um, yeah, we had to take a week week off in between. That one was heavy, and we were discussing um, what happened in Portland um, at Chaz or Chop, whatever you you know called it, um, uh, when someone got shot and killed, and what one of our real life, a couple of our real life superhero uh, guys did when they were out there, and what the experience was like. And what the flack was that they got after that and, and who gave it to them. So um, I'm not going to go into that now, but that was a really heavy show because we got to hear details that you don't normally hear, you know, um, in yeah. your everyday table talk. Yeah, that one, that one was tough. Uh, a 19-year-old uh, kid got killed. And then a, a couple of other younger kids got killed. Uh, they weren't there in the area that night, but they, they experienced the chaos um, that ensued with the shootings. But we decided that, that this next show would be something lighter, something to lift the mood because I think we're already – Everybody's done with with COVID and, you know, sheltering in place, which people aren't doing enough of, you know, and with not hugging your loved ones and and death rates rising, everything else that's just pressing down on our shoulders like an oppressive, you know, big giant troll, whatever you want to call it. So we needed something happy this week. We need something light and fun. And you know what? I can't think of a better topic than that than this one because it's close to the um it's close to the hearts of RLSH everywhere because when you start doing this real life superhero thing impact did you have any money when you started did you have any gear oh I was a grad student hell no <laughs> you're eating I had ramen no money. right I had you're no money um <laughs> basically my entire gimmick originally was things except for a few items. It was all stuff that I had either just, like, found or had, like, stored up in my parents' house. And I happened to be going home shortly after I decided I was going to do this. And I was able to bring a lot of it back. Wow. See, so poor, right? That describes real-life superhero uh, most newbies. And, you know, unless, you know, someday someone will pop up and have Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark like money or or 
at least, you know, money to blow. And they will yeah. come out with just the coolest stuff. Hopefully their outfit will be in line with their character and it will all be admirable. You know, something yeah. for us to all envy. Um, otherwise, you get we, we've known a couple of uh, D-bags out there with really cool gear. And uh, it's really yep. sad. Yeah. So uh, the suit does not make the man, in case you haven't been watching no. Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but sometimes the man has to make the suit. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. You liked that, didn't you, Nightbug? I know, right? That was a great one. That was I'm on fire, baby. I'm trying. Anyway, so with that, we're going to turn it over to Impact because, really, I am dying to hear all about the things that you can make if you're a real-life superhero and you are po, Or you just don't want to spend your money, a lot of money on this because, you know, whatever reason. Yeah, and and it's like a craft show. I love it. Love it. Yeah, and well, to start like what you said about it's not just about not having money. You might not want to spend a ton of money because, like, right now I'm, you know, I'm professional. I'm a working professional now. I've been doing all these work trips. I'm currently on one, and I get uh, paid, and I basically take home extra money while I'm on these trips. So I could afford some nicer stuff, but there's also a point where is it worth it? Because we, you know, life happens, and I want to make sure. I can fix my car or I could eventually buy a house or whatever. I might not want to throw it all down the drain for a $10,000 battle suit that I don't really need where I am. So instead, I like to kind of focus on more fun crafts. Um, And like I said, what we said earlier, when I started, a lot of the stuff I had, and I wish we had posted I had put, given you a picture of my original suit, like the generation one or whatever from, uh, for the, for the thumbnail for this, because the paragoggles, I um, captured that from baseball. I had found the vest. The do rag was from something. All the clothes I had underneath were from stuff. The only thing I had bought, I think were my goggles and my gloves. Because wow. I just man and and some of that was lucky. Like who ha- who finds a catcher's vest, uh, catcher's vest lying around? But at the same time, you can go to play it again sports and buy one for pretty cheap sometimes. Um, the reason I say catcher's vest is I know it's it's not it's not as pretty looking as some of as like the motocross vest or as tactical as um, uh, a plate carrier, but for what it does. You know, if you're worried about getting in a fight, um, you know, something designed to take a 90-mile-an-hour fastball is probably going to do pretty good against someone punching you. Um, There you go. See, and you know what? That's more likely to happen, right, out there? Yeah. All all my gear is not designed necessarily for getting – for stopping gunfire, but it is designed for if people try and jump me because that's what I'm concerned about. I mostly deal with drunks out at bars. I'm not trying to kick in the doors of a drug den, so I don't have to worry about hiding behind a bulletproof shield um, or, you know, bulletproof armor. I'm worried about some drunk dudes in a fight that when I try and break it up, you know, they try and swing at me. And having armor is kind of um, an addition to it. But we'll we'll go back to the armor in a little bit um, because there's a lot of other stuff you can – you can 
you can do first. Um, so when you – hold on. I had a whole list of stuff written down. I forgot to take it out. <laughs> um, so I guess the, the first thing is when you're designing your kind of cheap poor man – poor person suit. Poor man is Texas, I guess. Um, <laughs> when you're designing your, your cheap RLSH suit, one of the things you really want to think about is what's your purpose? Um, if you're really going out there to hand stuff out to the homeless and you don't ever plant and, you know, you're always in public and you have some, a team with you, so you don't have to worry so much about getting jumped, you probably don't need to wear a lot of super protective gear. You know, you can probably get away with a cool T-shirt that you can design up and either get printed for you somewhere cheap or that you paint or that you, you know, sew some stuff together. Um, it's really all about what the mission is or what the job is. Um, I do want to put a disclaimer and say that, uh, you know, when you go cheap with stuff, it might not last as long. So there's a balance. Right. Right. Because I've definitely bought stuff cheap and had it fall apart pretty quick. But if it's all you can afford, it might last long, just long enough. Um. But again, like, you know, and, and even if going back to what you're wearing, like if you're in a small area with low crime, even if you're worried about getting jumped, but not worried about getting shot or stabbed, you know, you might just need some padding. Like you can buy like padded, like shirts of padding designed for like uh, for paintball or something. Um, and that's going to be pretty protective. And it's usually not that expensive. It's 20, 30 bucks. Um and I know when you add it up on top of stuff, that can start to get expensive. But if, if you are worried about protection, something like that might be good for you. There's also a lot of stuff you can make. And that's kind of what I love. And that's where I've kind of started to get pretty good at. Um, and so if, you, so if you're like me and you have some uh, – and you have some martial arts experience, like everyone on this podcast, actually. If you have some martial arts experience, um, sometimes you, what I like to do is I, I wear a pair of gauntlets. And to me, they're the most important thing that I have because I'm, I'm going to rely – I prefer to rely on what I know instead of what I'm wearing. That makes sense. Holy like, crap. Yes, I, I have to stop you there. You know what? Yeah. I was thinking that's funny that you bring it up. See, this is fate. Because when I was putting on my gauntlets uh, for the recent Project Hope thing that we did, I, I was going, you know what? If there's anything that I'm going to use or anything that I feel safer with on, you know, what I'm wearing, mine was mostly just for show. These gauntlets, the gauntlets made me feel um, so much more protected because you're right. As martial arts, we know that that forearm is just it's it's where you want to take a blow you know and and you yeah. can also deliver one too if you really want but that forearm is so thank you for you know because if we're gonna i think at the end of this we should have a list of what we think if you're gonna go out and you can only get so many things what are the things that we think are most important and i absolutely totally. agree with you 100 percent on the gauntlets totally and, and actually if people want i was thinking um because i have a lot of time on my hands for the next couple of weeks i might I don't have all my gear with me, but I could do a little video showing a few of the items that I do have and explain how to make them yourself. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so gauntlets are definitely pro probably my favorite item. Um, a lot of times I tr 
I travel with them because they make me feel comfortable. Like if I, I can put them on quick and they are going to be the things that I'm going to use in a fight more than anything else. The ones I have, um, and I actually, uh, recently sent, sent a pair out to bug. Um, they're, they're basically uh, shin guards, like from soccer where I added extra strapping, to, uh, down at the bottom. And what's good about them is, you know, they're, I don't know, quarter inch of plastic, maybe, maybe even only an eighth of an inch plastic over foam. You could probably take a baseball bat and, and smack it and it would still hold up pretty well. And that's just if it's sitting on the ground, if it's on your arm, where it's actually got some support under it, it would hold up even better. Uh, you could probably, it'd be pretty hard to stab through one. If you were very motivated, you could, but it'd be difficult. And they could take a slash, provided you catch it on the top. That's why I always mentioned having some martial arts training. You can't just throw your arms up you just have because you, you have to know how to angle them a little bit. But they are very protective. I've hit them with – I've had people, try, like in training, try and hit me with a stick, and I've blocked it with, with these things, and they've been fine. Um, right. So, and you can probably make a – even if you don't futz with them at all and you just take a pair of shin guards and wear like the part that goes around your ankle around your wrist, that's going to be pretty good. It's not going to be quite as comfortable as um, uh, modifying them a little bit, but they're still going to work very well. Um, so I think that is one of the best. And if you go to Walmart or TJ Maxx, you can buy a pair for like 10 bucks. It's a huge investment. And I suggest getting something to cover your wrist because if you know, even if you don't know what you're doing in a fight, if someone starts throwing at you, your 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 reaction is going to be to throw your hands up, cover your face, or cover wherever's being hit. So even if you don't know what you're doing very well, uh, having something covering your forearms is going to be very helpful. Yes, and besides that, the ones that you made, yeah, you should put a video up because did you? I don't know if you got to see the pictures. They look great on Bug. They match his his you know whole look perfectly. So. Um, so cool looking gear that's very protective. You know what I mean? That's those are great. And they're pretty sturdy too. Yeah. I probably yeah. have to work on the uh, the elastic part, but that's because my I don't have big manly arms. So <laughs> even even with the fair enough, I put the Kevlar sleeves underneath underneath, and uh, yeah, it's a little slippery, slidey, but but much better with than without. Yeah, that that's fair. Um, yeah. But I mean, and a lot of this stuff. A lot of the stuff of this can be applied to a lot of what we do. Um, you can always basically this that we're going to talk about for the rest of the night is about modifying something to use. Um, these are just my favorite example. I've had people say, can I buy a pair of those? And they just want to use them for their legs. And it works both ways. I've seen people who will buy the uh, those shape guards that go from like the knee all the way down. I've seen them use those on their arms too. I don't like. I I think it's a little constraining, but it seems like people really like they're a very popular thing, and and that's definitely something you can find cheap if you look carefully. Um, the other thing is that I know a lot of people start enjoying. Some people really like shields. Um, and I was recently able to go to a protest up in Chattanooga, and I didn't have any of my equipment with me. And, and this was kind of a joke reason that we started doing this 
the podcast this week is I went through the I went through Walmart like the morning of and found a bunch of stuff to like make myself some protective gear because I had nothing. Um, mm-hmm. guards to use his gauntlets, even though I didn't mop. This was a real mom. And I got I was able to find make this very interesting shield that was actually very easy to make and the design and it could definitely be modded up or it could definitely be adapted to whatever you stuff people can find. I had this um this big like plastic spool thing that had some tubing on it. Yeah, you know, if you ever go to the hardware store and you buy like tubing off a roll, um or, or rope off a roll, like it's these big plastic reels. It was basically one of the ends of those. So I duct taped, duct, duct taped the living crap out of it um, and then took a couple of um, five-gallon bucket lids, glued those to the sides, and duct taped over those too. And the reason I used all the duct tape was so I, the idea is it's this hard plastic center with these two uh, more flexible sides on the outside and because I was going to protest I was, and it was early on I was worried there's going to be rubber bullets being fired and I wanted to be able to cover behind something but I was afraid if I left the plastic alone it would just hit the plastic and the whole thing would shatter and then instead of having a shield I would have a piece of sh- a shrapnel factory attached to my arm so I taped it off broke it all stay together instead of killing the people behind me. <laughs> right. Um, and and that's one of the things you got to think about when you, when you're making gear. Cause I, I've seen people who've made, you know, very cool looking stuff, but it's basically cardboard or it's very flimsy plastic. I, I saw someone, I saw like a armored suit out of like Folgers coffee cans, like the plastic and even the metal ones. It's like, those are great, but they're going to, you know, they're going to get hit and either shatter or puncture and be dangerous to you. So if you do something like that, where you're going to take a material and modify it, you got to find a way to make it so that if it does take a hit, it's not going to become dangerous to you. And again, True. not everything we do is going to be out in danger, but if your plan is to go and, you know, patrol areas where people might be getting into fights and you want to wear something that is protective, it has to actually, it can't just shatter and hurt you. It has to actually be protective for more than just a second. Otherwise you are going to hurt yourself. If all you're doing, if you're doing, you know, primarily handouts or volunteer work. Yeah. You don't have to worry as much about things becoming shrapnel. So that, which again goes back to my original point earlier on of you have to align with mission. Right. Uh, right. So like uh, you went out in those big wings uh, for hope. Mm-hmm. I know you, I know you would not go out and go on a safety patrol in giant wings that could become <laughs> something that's easy to grab. Um, the, the same way I've yeah. seen people in capes. Like going out, going out in a cape can look awesome, but if you're going, if your aim is to go out and make sure people are safe, 
there has to be like a magnet in the cape or something that releases quickly so it's not an easy chokehold for somebody. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and those are good points to bring up because remember this stuff can be used to harm you. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I would never go out on a patrol with that. I don't even, I don't look like, look at anything like the uh, Project Hope rock and roll when I go out on patrol. It's a, it's a whole different, more, oh my gosh, it's, it's, in fact, it's so practical that it's just this side of not looking real life superhero at all. So, but, but, you know, I, I feel safer that way because it depends on where you are. Like yeah. you said, what's the mission? What is the mission? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, you're in Oakland. It makes sense that you wear more protective stuff and less flashy stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we still have like, to be careful of the colors, too. So, um, yeah, yeah well, here, Dave, you got to be careful. Chappelle has a whole, Dave Chappelle has a whole joke where it's like, you're, out, you're in San Francisco. Everyone's like, oh, bye. Thanks for visiting San Francisco. Hope you had a good time. You cross the bridge. Welcome to Oakland, bitch. Like, yep. Yeah. Like, you have to be careful with that. <laughs> You absolutely have to be careful. He's, he's clearly been here. He's clearly been here, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there are so, parts yeah. of my city I would not, like, the police have said to us, like, please don't go walking around in this area trying, like, dress like that because you're just starting a fight. And that's, yeah. And that's true. And that's, again, something people would need to remember. There's certain areas you got to be, um, you got to make sure you're, dress appropriately for where you are and what you're doing. Um, but back to the make earring stuff. Because um, we, we started to mention armor a little bit before. And, you know, I know a lot of people who are like, I who, go or, who will say that they need to be bulletproof for what they do. And in some instances, that's true. In a lot of other instances, maybe not. There's a lot of people in kind of smaller cities who probably don't need to be fully bulletproof and don't need to spend a ton of money making full bulletproof outfits. If you're worried about getting into a fight, there is other stuff you can do. I know it gets mocked, but that BMX armor actually is, can be pretty good. You have to make, I mean, it depends like where you get it and what kind it is, but, but it's designed to protect you falling off of a motorcycle. If you're worried about getting into a fist fight, that's not too bad. Um, well, I what? mean, look at look at our, uh, Red Ranger. You know what I mean? Yeah. People made fun of the BMX, but look, he's got yeah, he's made some mods to his, but essentially that stuff saved him from rubber bullets and everything else that's been going on recently. So yes, I mean, we can't make fun of it anymore. It it is absolutely valid out there, you know. Yeah. So we we can't all buy Batman outfits. So we might as well work with right. what we have. And you know, those those did the job. He's living proof. Thank goodness. Yeah. And like, and so my armor is is essentially BMX armor that I modified. Um, mm-hmm. Rather than just leave it, buy it, and be like, this is good. I essentially took it apart and padded the crap out of it. Um, I've had other ROSH like actually hit it. And be like, oh yeah, you could tell, like, you could tell, like, it doesn't buckle. It, it's desi- it's got a lot of extra padding, and that's important because worried about taking a punch, it's gonna take a better punch. So, and that's also something that can be done very cheap. You can buy the armor for like 
50 or 60 bucks online, buy some padding for 10 bucks. And for most of the RLSH out there, that's, it's going to do a good enough job. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, you you obviously can't account for everything. I can't sit, you know, you never know when there's going to be a random person pulling a gun or a random person pulling a knife, but for the majority, but you also can't plan for everything. Like, that's like saying, oh, you wear a bulletproof armor, and then you have to wear a bulletproof helmet, otherwise you get shot in the head, and you have to wear bulletproof legs, otherwise you get shot in the leg. Like, there's a point where there's a line. And if you don't actually have to worry about people getting, sh- about getting shot where you are, you probably, you might be okay not being fully bulletproof. Uh, especially if you have a level of training. Like, I think being able to handle yourself in a fight without armor is more is as important as wearing good armor. I, I know some people who are like, oh, I have all this great armor. I can just jump into a fight. It's like, no, even you could be fully bulletproof head to toe, pounded. Mm-hmm. Like if you wear a mm-hmm. helmet, there's a reason football players get concussions. Mm-hmm. They're wearing these big, they're wearing pads and helmets and if you take enough hits to the head, doesn't matter what the helmet you're wearing is. You're going to rattle your brain. Yep. Good point. And those guys get hit over and over and over again. You know what I mean? By people wearing the same type of armor. You know what I mean? They still can't plan yeah. for everything. So we I, don't I'm have those out you. there. You know? I'm going to tell you, wearing a, wearing a cup, if you get kicked repeatedly in the cup, it's still going to hurt. It's not going yeah, to... You know, it's not going to be the same, but you're getting dug in with a piece of plastic around your crotch. <laughs> if you wear, you no, know, bueno. some level of armor, and you if you if you're wearing even plate armor and you get hit, you're still getting it jammed into your body, and you could still get hurt. You're less likely to get hurt, but it's better to be trained if that's your plan. Right. Uh, obviously, not everyone has a ton of training. But if you don't have a ton of training, you need to think about are you actually equipped to go jump in and stop someone from getting hurt as opposed to calling the authorities. And I know calling the cops is a hot topic right now, but that's one of those times you can do it. Right. That's like the whole point. That's one of those times you, it's probably okay. If you see people getting beat on, that's probably the time to do it. Or, you know, just make a lot of noise because usually people don't want to get caught doing bad things. Right. Um, so, the, and then, do you have anything to add before I keep rambling? I, it's weird. I don't talk this much. <laughs> Not on 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 the air. You don't. But uh, <laughs> um, no, you know, I I was thinking about the whole uh, you saying that about the calling the cops thing too. That's true. If you guys realize that, that's not as much of an option as we thought anymore. I'm not, I'm not going to state how I feel about police officers right now, either way. Um, that's a, that's a talk for another, another show, but in light of everything that's been going on, we don't, we might not have the option to call police or to have them even show up as quickly as they might have before. So if you're not prepared to, to gear yourself up in a way that, that, uh, protects you, you know, without any law enforcement there, then you shouldn't be where you could possibly need 
law enforcement protection. See what I'm saying? Right. This just, is, there's a reason we're doing this. It's because police are not adequate. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, problems with the police notwithstanding, they're still not adequate. I mean, in the first superheroes uh, movie, they talked specifically, I believe it was, uh, it was Zimmer or in the, um, in talking about how, you know, for every thousand people in in the, the New York area, there were only so many, you know, like a, a handful of cops. So um, that's why we're trying to get out there and do what we're doing. But with that, you have to know, can you handle the area you're in? I'm sorry, I'm just going to have to repeat that. I know you said it already, but just, just so that, no, you know, please. I want all, I swear, I wish we had extra money and we could start, it would be wonderful if we could start this RLSH, uh, you know, like almost a scholarship thing where, hey, we'll help you get your gear together. We'll all just pull in and help you get your gear. What are you missing? You need some shin guards? You need some art? We'll help you. But we don't. So we're trying to help every little dude who's coming out or, or lady, excuse me, to get their stuff. Or as Impact's doing, make it yourself, man. But we won't, we're not sending you out there going, all right, now you're ready. Go out there, little guy. Do your best. You know that's that's not what we're doing. So, but um, hang on. A you know we apologize. We live near an airport, <laughs> so it's gonna sound like we live. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but uh, I think it's better than it was. You think it's better than it was? Okay. Okay. okay now is the time. Uh, now is the time. Takeoff. All right. Uh, yeah, it's weird. We were fine. We're just I don't I don't know the flight pattern. You'd think after living here for so many years we would know the flight pattern of how No, how it's, these... it's good. You can't really do it. You get Okay, good. good. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. But yeah, that's I'm sorry. That's all I wanted to say. So just so nobody comes back at us cuz I could see backlash going they're telling these guys to go out with duct tape and blah. blah, blah. That's not what we're saying. We're saying Make what you can, you know, with, for for certain situations. And oh, and, yeah. anyway, so, there you go. That was our disclaimer. So yeah. For for anyone who's wondering, um, I I probably have the the least martial arts experience in this chat, and I've been doing it for twenty years. So <laughs> we all know what we're doing on self defense, and this and that's and. We're, we're expecting the people who are taking the active patrolling aspect of what we're doing to have some level. It doesn't have to be 20 years, but, you know, a few years of martial arts experience and ideally a team um, because that's actually one of your bigger things is, like, if you see something going down and you might not want to jump it. Like, even if I'm with a group, I might not want to jump in the middle of an eight-person brawl. Right. But what I can do is flash some lights and blow some whistles and make a lot of noise because it's going to startle people and hopefully get a lot of attention because a lot of times that's what it takes to end stuff, drawing attention. Yes, breaking target lock. Thank you. That is an, You know what we'd have to do? I'm going to give you guys a, a, a little bit of insight, two seconds. I was a bouncer um, for a couple of years in San Francisco's oldest nightclub. And their busiest nightclub, it was the one that stayed open from Thursday night all the way till Sunday evening. Did not close. Sure, you couldn't sell alcohol after 2 a.m., but it didn't close. And the best thing I ever gave my staff, because I got to, uh, yeah, you guys have heard it a million times, but I gave my staff um, whistles, 
Whistles impact, and you know why? Because it broke target lock so easily without having to yell, without having to push. There you go. I have one inside of my suit. Um, yes. Whatever the team does, security events. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I handed out a group. Of, I handed a bunch out to my team for security events, and I tell them they should all have them with them at all times. Who knows? No one listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> But yeah, no. But seriously, stuff like that, like whistles, lights, flashers, distractions are important. You don't need to throw smoke bombs at people. But one of the best ways I ever broke up a fight, I was not in gimmick. I was out. It was like Christmas Eve in New Orleans, and these two guys were fighting. And I walked up to one, and I, you know, I walked with my hands up. And I went to the more aggressive guy, and I wasn't in front of him. I was kind of, you know, at a 45-degree angle to him. And I just kept saying, hey, man, you want to do this. And he was drunk, and eventually he kind of looked over at me and kind of, like, gave me a weird, like, wobbly eye. But it kind of gave the other guy a chance to just start walking away because it broke his line of sight. Yep. It broke yep. his target lock. Successful. Didn't need any special equipment for it. No, you know that's simple, just simple. I love that. And sometimes simple is the answer, right? Because and we're going to talk about this in another show. And I'm writing down all these, 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 because we get a lot of ideas for shows while we're talking through this, the current show. And one of them is, you know what, breaking target lock is important because, uh, and I know we've mentioned this before once, but it's worth another show. Is what happens to you when you're under duress and how your heartbeat changes and how your focus, that, that, that line of sight focus that impacts talking about literally becomes tunnel vision when you're in, when it's a scary situation, it's something you can't help. It just automatically happens. So when he's saying you break that, it's one of the best things that can happen because it brings you back to, Whoa, I don't need to, I don't need to um, kill someone right now or have myself killed in the process. Exactly. Um, uh, and again, this is all, these are all ways that you could help. I mean, obviously we're talking about training, but having simple things like flashlights are very important. Your phone, which most, I assume everyone has, I mean, I know that I assume 99.9% of the people in this have, have a phone. Um, and that's going to be one of your most important pieces of equipment and you already have it. And if you're like, well, I need a burner phone to call people as a real life superhero, so no one knows my number, use Google voice. It's free. Uh, use yeah. Google, use a Google email for your superhero account. I know that's not equipment, but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Like, there are ways to do everything where you don't have to go break the bank buying a second phone, or you know, setting up a second whatever. Um, flashlights you can find at Walmart or at TJ Maxx or at Ross. I know a lot of people hate Walmart, but at the same time, if you're on a budget, it's great. Um, if you're on the road like me. It's easy to find stuff to make gear all of a sudden. Um, so you don't have to love it, but it's useful. Um, yep. And nowadays, uh, bandanas are great masks. Cover your face, people. Do not spread COVID. Do not catch COVID, but definitely don't <laughs> yeah. spread it. Yes. Please. Definitely. I, and if you don't believe in wearing a mask, I will free of charge send you a balloon 
stolen air from my lungs. You have had COVID. So, send me your address, I, and I swear to God, I will blow up a balloon and send it to you. <laughs> that way you can tell us if it's a hoax or not. Once you get the balloon, bring yeah. it in, and then you know, or, prove to us that it's a hoax. Better yet. If you're in driving distance, I will come in and, like, open mouth, breathe into your face. (laughs) I warned people, like, four days ago I was just going to be making jokes now that I – I am symptom-free. I am – I have been symptom-free. I probably – I got the test only 12 days ago, but I probably caught it about a month ago. So I am healthy. So I'm okay making jokes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, we need a little I'm lightness not, I, about it. Yeah, I'm not making levity of the of the virus because I know it's right. terrible for a lot of people. But having, but I'm making levity of me having it. Right. And I was, right. and I have worn a mask, but you can still catch it. But the mask is to prevent other people from catching it, and it's everyone's responsibility, especially if you go on patrol, or march, or protest, or go to work, or go shopping. Like it's your responsibility to make sure you don't spread it more than catch it. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's, if you're a real life superhero, really, there's not even a, it's, there's no debate. You're supposed to be trying to keep people safe, you know, so do your job and wear a mask. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. All right. But, uh, um, I was going to say on the subject of uh, equipment, we've got uh, uh, Discordia in the chat room. She was saying there was one guy with cardboard armor who got upset when yeah. he was told not to do that, that we all had, everyone had attitudes. He was trying to tell him Aww. not to go that route. We were just trying to keep him safe. Yeah, we're just trying to keep people safe. And I cardboard exactly is like. What he's talking about. Oh, man. <laughs> it looks cool. Like he, he, I was impressed with how well he cut, like, his, the actual design he made in it. But, like. Right. I, but, I, and, I, and that's what I was thinking of. I didn't, that was one of the people I was thinking of. But, um. And it looked really nice, and it'd be great for handouts, but not yes. for going into into fights because, you know, I don't know who's ever done it, but it's really easy to push through cardboard. Yeah, I'm sure most <laughs> of us have done something, have broken down a box. It's not hard. Like oh, yeah. broken down right. a box without taking it apart. Like you can just smash that. Of- I mean, if you go too intricate with something like cardboard, you're going to be replacing it every week. I mean, of course, it's yeah. cheap, but I don't know. Is it worth it? Yeah. Nah. And, and like, and, and and like, I know people will do cardboard and they add bondo to it. Like that's what cosplayers do, and that's and it looks really cool. But again, I don't think I don't think bondo ends up being that sturdy. No, I think. And they have like that tape that's supposed to make stuff like strong, like theoretically strong as steel, as they call it. It's like designed on the basis of how a cast works, and that might work. But at the same time, I think the price point of that, you're pretty much losing out in the end. So yeah, you're better off probably getting something and modifying it. Um, again, if if you make a really cool design and find a way to toughen it up, and, and the basis cardboard. Like great, just it might not be your best option. Um, right. But I want to kind of move from that into like stuff like masks, because that's always a weird one for people. Because 
I feel like a lot of people either go with those those paintball masks, whatever. Those airsoft masks where it's like, you know, it looks like a knight's armor. Everyone, you, we all know people who have it. I can think of four off the top of my head. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, the, the, temp, the Templar masks. Yes, yes, that's what it's called, the Templar masks. Yeah. There's, so everyone wears those, and, and that's fine. And they're, I assume they're pretty cheap because everyone has them. There's those. There's, I guess it's from, like, Call of Duty. It's, it's a mask where it's, like, you know, a ski, like one of those. They call them ski masks, but no one ever wears them to go skiing. The ones that, like, a robber wears to a store, like oh, a yeah. black knit mask yeah. with a skull on it. Where they the got boondock face mask. Yeah. Yeah, but it's got a skull. Like, that's, yeah. that's the, common, the other common one. And then, of course, there's just, like, the box, the balaclava where you're just your eyes are showing, like, Spider-Man, like, uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man the first 20 <laughs> minutes of the movie. And, like, right. those are all fine options. I'm a big fan of basically using what, you know, the dust particle mask that people are using, which I know Rock has done a couple times, doing that, and then, like, sunglasses. Or... I mean, what I did before I got my – one of my earliest masks, it wasn't, like, the greatest look, but it was very unique, and it kind of – it was a big piece of cloth, cut eye holes in it, and wore, like, a pirate bandana. <laughs> um, yeah. If you – you can find a way to make it look nicer than I did. It was meant to be a, a temporary mask. I knew it was only going to be for, like, a month or two that I had it, so I didn't put a ton of work into it. Um, and, and stuff like that works. The other thing is, you know, I found online, like searching on Amazon, like, you know, there's, it's like a, a, a Zorro style mask that you tie on. So it's a domino mask that ties onto the back. So it's not just a piece of elastic. Something like that is new, unique and cheap. And so there's always options to look fun and different for these masks. That, that isn't going to break the bank. And if you're looking and you're just getting started and building a suit, look into new fun ways because everyone, we, we all know people who have the paintball mask or the skull mask. I want to see new yeah. stuff, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can afford it, I mean, if you can't afford other than that, then at least mod them out, you know, make them look, just uh, put your signature on them. You know, paint them, make them, paint them. Something cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think the best example of modding uh, a commercial mask that probably didn't cost too much is Citizen Tiger. He just got yeah. a Black Panther mask and repainted it to look like a tiger. And it worked. It looks great. Yeah. The, the yeah. only caveat there being, I don't know how well it works if you get hit in the face. I don't know how well those kind of things are padded, but that's another. I mean, a paintball mask is designed to take a paintball in the face. Like, I've been shot yeah. in the face with a paintball mask, oh. and those things fly pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. It's, it's, it's not the best. It's not like – but also, I don't wear an overly protective mask over my face anyway, so. No. no. So it's better, but than, then... it's better than what I got on. 
Yeah, you know, and it's like again, like it's, you know, I the stuff we wore on our hope handout because you know if you're if you're trying to get out there and do um, crazy things, then just hold back. Maybe uh, believe it or not, you can find people in the community who will donate stuff to you. Nightbug got yeah. his mask for free, didn't you? And Nightbug's mask is one of the most iconic in the thing and one of the most solid. Definitely. And I got my gauntlets that I was wearing solid as a mofo. Artie Gadgeteer made them for um, for Bug, and Bug gave them to me because he wasn't wearing them. Um, he was wearing other, you know, now he's got yours too. But people are so kind. Um, they will, if they make I just, stuff I just and support a, it, they'll give it to you. I just sent some of those catcher um, leg guards to Dark Defender. Like, People have stuff nice. on there. I put out a post like six months ago saying, I have some of this stuff. Who wants any of it? <gasps> you know, we and should do is in Recruit Center. I think we will start doing a day where, hey, if anybody's got extra stuff, it'll be a day where you can go, hey, I've got this or I need this. Does anybody have this or want to trade? That's you know, a great idea. I, I mean, I don't know what I that, got left now because I've donated. I've given some of it to teammates. I've mm-hmm. always supplied teammates with gear, too. Like, see, and I, I, I was originally going to give away my original armor, and I'm like, eh, I'm going to keep it for, for posterity for now. There you go. That, that glad you kept it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad you kept your stuff because you've got a distinct look. So. Uh, yeah. Gosh, now I'm excited about that. Now I'm like, hey, does anybody have any extra, you know, this or that? Um, Warbla. You know, we got to get people with. Have you heard of Warbla? No. Wait, it's may, not. I like I've heard of it. I don't remember. What yeah, it is, you so. probably have heard of it. Now, it's not horribly expensive. I mean, it's not super cheap, but it's not horribly expensive at all. I got a sheet of it for like thirty bucks. This stuff impact will blow your mind. It when you heat it with a heat gun or a hair dryer, it goes soft and completely flexible, and it sticks to itself. And then when it hardens, that's what it stays in. That is the shape it stays in. Oh, now cool. it's right. It's not as it, and cosplayers do it all the time. So when you see these amazing costumes that they that have all this detail, they probably use warbler because it's the easiest. You can cut little pieces of warbler out and stick it to this and then shape it like that and paint it. And well, um, well that's night my, we're talking about making making me a, a Captain America helmet instead of just the the mask. Oh man! So that's probably what yeah. I would do. Yeah. He wants to he wants to make me one. He's like, we got to make you a helmet. <laughs> nice. Nice. Hey, um, we gotta talk about shields too. I'm not gonna rush you. I just, I'm excited. Yeah, I can't wait. To talk. <laughs> well, I, I do want to talk about shields because uh, I kind of okay. went into briefly my 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 uh, my improvised shield, and and I'll go into that in a sec. The other thing I wanted okay. to mention before I forgot, because um, we were talking about gear a little bit. First aid kits are not expensive to make. The main no. things are. Get gauze, like the get the gauze bandage, like the wrap, mm-hmm. the, the the pads, some medical tape, and then some bandages because I found sometimes those, like sometimes you just run into people who just scraped are scraped up and that's all they need. Like the other day I was going through my stuff, like I had or I was helping someone, I was giving someone a bandaid and all I had was these giant ones, not like the small ones that I need. I'm like, well, you're getting a giant one. <laughs> And so yeah. band-aids can be useful for small stuff, but really all you, you know, you need five of those. Really what you need, you know, get gauze pads, tape, 
uh, some Neosporin maybe. Um, uh, what else did I say? Uh, bandages. And, like, obviously there's way more complete ways to make a first aid kit. But if you don't have a lot of money, there you go. There's your, there's your mini first aid kit that you can make for $5. And you can just slap over something and, to help hold down a wound. Obviously, I hope you have some first aid experience while doing this, but yeah. So I just wanted to talk about that real quick because that was something I was because that's always one of those pieces of gear that gets overlooked. It shouldn't, right. but it does. Yeah, the most important thing you should have with you is, is something to help patch someone up. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing is, so you mentioned shields. So I, so I mentioned my little improvised one, which probably is it's pretty heavy. I, I have two shields, but, and out of the two of them, this improvised one, which is smaller in diameter, is way heavier. The other one has steel on it, and this one is still heavier. Um, the, uh, one of the things to always remember if you're making a shield, if you can find it, get some foam padding. Yeah. Because, and put that, you know, on the hand, you know, wherever, however you hold it on, however you have it with your hand on the back. You want that foam padding um, because if it's something, if it's like a hard metal or the improvised one, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bucket lid and there's a ridge on that. So if you hit it, it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you when it gets hit into you. So padding is important. It's very cheap. You get some glue, slap it on there. Boom. You are protected. Um, the other shield that I have, which is, also was very improvised because when you know, my first apartment in St. Pete, uh, people would a lot of times when they're throwing, when they're moving out, when they're throwing stuff out, they'd leave it on top of the recycling bins. If it wasn't like, if it was in good shape. And I happened to find this, uh, I don't know. It's like a foot and a half di- foot and a half to two foot diameter pizza tin but which are normally like made out of aluminum and very flexible. And this one's like solid steel. <laughs> it, nice. it, it was like, like people always joke to see my, my shield like, Oh, that's a pizza tent. Like, yes, it is. But it's also <laughs> not very, it's also very strong, like shockingly. So, so what I did was, you know, I put, I put some, uh, drilled some holes, put some D rings on it to hold strapping down. I put a really thick EVA foam pad on, like an inch thick of foam on the back. And then I put metal braces on it, like two metal braces going parallel to your arm. So if you hit outside of where the pad is, there's still a lot of uh, protect, a lot of um, structure to it. And then, and then I put a clip on it so I can slide it onto my back like Captain America, which is very, <laughs> which can be very, which is, doesn't always work out as well as I'd like. Like, it's hard to – got to hit the right spot, and I don't always make it. Um, but that has gone to – every protest I've gone to in St. Pete in Gimmick, that has come with me. Uh, because that's also one that if a rubber bullet gets fired, even if it dents the crap out of it, if it ruins the shield forever, it'll still stop the rubber bullets from hitting me or whoever's behind me. Right, um, and it was very cheap to make. Probably the most expensive part was was painting it at the end because I wanted to make it look really cool. Nice. Um, and 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 there are ways to do 
where you might not find, be lucky and find a, a thick metal pizza tin. But instead, you know, I've seen people, uh, one of my te- teammates, Jaguar, did this, where he got, you know, two or you can get three or however many you need. You, get, you just get multiple of them. You put glue in the middle, you bolt them together, and you can do the same thing. And that way you have this big flexible, this big sturdy piece of metal. It's again, it's not going to be bulletproof. It's not going to stop someone from shooting you. But if someone punches you, if you jump into a fight and someone's trying to punch you, it's going to be very helpful. It'll probably stop a knife. It'll probably stop a rubber bullet. And that's, and depending on what your goal is, that might be enough. Right. No, that's right. You know what? The um, the shield the Red Ranger carries has uh, a little dent in it from uh, from the rubber bullet that that he got hit with when he was in Seattle dealing that. Yeah, yeah, he had to show it. Yeah. So you're right. <laughs> that stuff does work. Of course, his shield and and you know we've got Skyman and Justin Service uh, on hold that we'll bring in pretty soon. But they. Oh, uh, Justin, Justin, okay, Justin Service, I mean, uh, Skyman can, they can all attest to how heavy Red Ranger's, that shield is flipping heavy. I mean, he handed it to me. And, right. you know, when you're not, when you're not ready for something, you kind of go, whoa, you know, it kind of drags you down a little. But and like, um, and, even, and without sure. the, even without that fire extinguisher, it's heavy. Yeah. I'm sure the one he has can hold up way more punishment than mine can. And but again, for what a lot of people need, you don't need to hold a lot of punishment. You need just that little bit, right? But yeah, right. let's 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 hear from them. You want you want to bring them on? Okay, you yeah, got bring it. Them on. Otherwise, you're you rambling. You're not rambling. You're giving us good info. Okay, we'll bring them on right now. Hey, Skyman, how are you, Skyman? Justin, you guys there? Hey fellas. Hey fellas. Are you guys listening? Hold on. Are you guys listening in the background? I can hear please mute the computer or whatever because you can hear it. Okay. <laughs> I tell you what, I don't think they were ready for us to bring them on. Mute them. Mute them. Mute them. Let's mute them for a second. Okay. And we'll let them know. Please mute whatever you have playing the show in the background because we can hear it and it's causing weird feedback. Yeah. I'm here. I I heard rock through your phone. <laughs> I know. Isn't that fun, right? Uh, they should be on. Oh, and we've got another caller too, right there. Look. Mm-hmm. So all right. So we're gonna bring on. Uh, bring that one on. Oh, there they go. Oh, Fine. That, uh, okay. Awesome. Well, I got a couple callers in here tonight. Uh, oh, I know that's. Uh, okay. All right, and bring on, uh, bring on Sky and Justin. Dave, yeah, yeah he's got. Bring them on. You're not. You're good. Hey, gentlemen, yeah. you're on the air. Do you hear us? Are you? Can there? you hear me now? We can yeah. hear you now. Well, we don't yeah. hear us now, which is important. That's great. Press Hi, one like I've been pressing one like half an hour now, and I'm like, you guys get others on now? <laughs> you, know what, you know what? It probably did. If you press it more than once, it'll, you know how it's, it's a toggle. So you hit it more than once, and it'll turn it off. And then it'll bring it back on. Oh, and turn it no! Off. Yes. 
right? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, for anyone listening, to get in the queue, you hit one. Only hit it once. If you hit it the second time, you're no longer in the queue. Yeah, that's oh, a that's tragic. I know. Well, we're glad, glad to have I just you now learned that. Yeah, welcome, Skyman. You've got Justin's in service with you, too, huh? Uh, he's taking a break right now. He's going to let me handle it. But, yeah, service is with <laughs> me, and he gives his support. There you go. Hey, uh, so your thoughts on what uh, – and I know you – are a big proponent of duct tape. Always have been. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the points I was going to make. Why are people hating on duct tape? I'm not. It comes in a variety of colors. It comes in a variety of styles. And believe it or not, if you really want to impress me, come out with it. Yeah. That's why Ranger and Service took a nod from me and my gimmick and started using duct tape. And, hey, it works. It's colorful. You can replace it. If you get tired of the design, just rip it all off and start again. So, so I will say, and, and, and there are and cons to it, of course. Point. There are mm-hmm. pros and cons to everything. Up close, it does not look as nice, in my opinion. There are definitely a lot of pros. Clearly, I'm, I, I can find a lot of good uses for it. I, I think it does look a little less professional. But at the same time, it's super useful, and I don't want to take away from anyone using it. I'm just telling you the reason why I think people shit on it sometimes. Um, <laughs> I, I try not to use it on my gimmick um, because I have a kind of a, a very streamlined look with it now. I think in my earlier gimmick, it would have worked better where it was a little more, it was a little rougher around the edges. But I, at the same time, like I said, I've done. In a pinch, it has literally made me – it's made me a shield that I trust very well, very much. Well, I'm all about the DIY. Do it yourself. Build your own stuff. Yeah. I made my own gauntlets a couple of years back because I was tired of wearing my full armor for summer, and it just got hot, and I was overheating. I'm like, okay, what can I use? Which, by the way, everybody uses these in the community <coughs> for all sorts of things. Knee pads, construction knee pads. You can find them at the hardware store. They got, they already got elastic straps. You can use them for shoulders. You could use them for gauntlets. My shoulder pads. I mean, I've seen it everything for just you know regular knee pads. Totally, and I, you're one hundred percent right. They're great. I never mentioned that, but yeah, my shoulder pads are made out of your shoulder pads uh, or knee pads. Five dollar knee pads. Oh yeah. See? They're great. They took very little modification. I just painted them up, and they're solid. We were also talking about the hardcore armor earlier, and I wanted to touch on that. See, Skyman's armor, I have the riot guard legs. I have the riot guard arms. And, you know, I have have kept that stuff up for a decade now. You can invest originally in good gear and keep it up for a long time. You don't have to go replacing it all the time. You just need, you know, replacing the Velcro straps every now and again. That's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good yeah. point. My shoulder pads were added only five years ago because I finally said, you know what? Skyman's name came from my football playing days. I'm going to roll with it. And they are effective. They are polycarbonate. They can take a baseball bat. They can take a punch. Nice. That's 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 true. We haven't even touched on uh, uh, other sporting gear like uh, you know any type of padding like like football stuff 
or, you know, a motorcycle gear gets, tends to get a little more expensive, but, um, you know, you can walk into a big five and try to find past shoot. I was thinking pool. Seriously, noodles. stuff works like that. It's danger <laughs> impact. Yeah, oh, pun yeah. intended. Any, any, <laughs> very nice. Uh, any, any sporting goods gear can be reused. My, my personal experience has been motocross, uh, baseball and soccer, but yeah. Um, hockey, Hockey gear is great. That stuff's pretty impressive. Football gear goes pretty far down the chest. Like, like be creative, especially like especially. And the reason I chose baseball was I happen to have the thing. If you have access, you happen to have the armor stowed away in a trunk from your old baseball umpire playing days. Hey, you used it. Played baseball. I've never once played (laughs) baseball. I found it in college. I found that in college and thought it was cool and grabbed it. Like it was on the side of a trail at school. Like it wasn't anywhere near. Okay, that's an epic story, just in and of itself. I just grabbed it and then he found it along the trail. Eight eight years later, I I put or not maybe not eight like six years later, I put it to use with my RLS (laughs) HKMX. I kept it at my parents' place. For I guess it was closer to four years, but still, I kept it for four years, and then it became the centerpiece of my gimmick for the first year that I was an RLSH. And it was awesome. Yeah, you know what? There there are things that you can find. Absolutely, we found so much crap too. You know what I mean? And you're going, ooh, this would really this could work for this. So fun. My shield. The sporting gear, the sporting gear store, like sports goods, is great. But also, your neighborhood Goodwill. People donate all sorts of stuff to Goodwill. You will find shoulder pads. You will find hockey gear. I found knee pads there. You can look around. There are ways to find this armor for less than you can order full price on Amazon. I have a pretty uh, pretty sweet uh, longboard from Good, Goodwill. I bought for like 10 bucks. It was a great stuff. You found a longboard? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. I learned to longboard. Now, we were also uh, talking about bulletproof. You know, there is no such thing as bulletproof. It's bullet-resistant armor, right? right. The vest. Yeah. The Kevlar vest. Well, if you're not good, like Impact said, I wanted to reiterate, if you're not going to be in a heavy metropolitan area, I don't think you really need that vest. Because you're not going to run across gang members or drug dealers or anything like that. But if you're in a heavily metropolitan area, you know, investing, saving up for a vest might not be a bad idea. Yeah, it, and exactly. It's, but it's then again, I operated the first five years without one, and it was only through the luck of one of my teammates' extra income that I was able to have one. They are, exactly. they are pretty spendy items. However, you can have such a thing as, they call it poor man's bulletproof armor. There was a a gadgeteer victim in my area who cobbled together this stuff, and it was bullet resistant. White Baron, my mentor, has a whole suit made out of this stuff. And what it is, it's a 16-gauge steel plate backed with uh, polycarbonate, and it will stop, you know, light and not heavy weaponry, but light infantry armor weaponry, your 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 handguns. It'll stop those things. And you can put one of those vests together for, I don't know, less than 100 less than 200 bucks. But you have to 
really know the creative crafting of it. But there is such yeah. a thing as poor man's bullet resistance. You know, we do need more people like we had Artie Gadgeteer, who's no longer in the community. And then we had Victim Gadgeteer. He's partially in the community. Is he Artie? And my, yeah. my mentor, uh, Wade uh, Barron's a Gadgeteer. He's made all his stuff over the years. That's true. Barron's a Gadgeteer. Artie comes on. Already comes on our handouts. Thank you very much. He is. Oh, he does. The- oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I, well, that's I only because everybody him. wants to be in the bask in the glow of impact. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Come on now, Justin Service can't talk. Can't stop talking about his meetup with Impact. That was a great meetup. <laughs> Service was a blast. To that's be because you, you sir, have proven your metal and are one of the true blue, genuine, real life superheroes out there. I did it again. My, for anyone who doesn't know, my entire thing is blue with like a couple hints of other colors, like barely showing up. So great pun. <laughs> That's a nice one. Um, hey, can I Impact touch on a couple of things? True blue. Can, get, right? Can I touch on a couple of things that you guys uh, nobody's talked about yet? And and one yeah. of them is is to me so cheap to do is. Don't underestimate the the power of a good logo. And, you know, you can do Yo. a logo by just grabbing acrylic paint. will paint on almost everything. And yeah. you can take it and you can paint a T-shirt. You can paint a jacket, you know, whatever. Or you can get it if you can afford to get an iron-on done, get an iron-on because those things last I've, forever. I've using a basically like, uh, painter's tape on a t-shirt I have stenciled my original logo onto t-shirts using spray paint it was difficult that, yeah because that, we logo was, that logo was too complex but right you can we do, do the it. same like, thing same thing stencils stencils are the bomb you know you can and then everything has a uniform uh you know pun intended look so don't don't underestimate you know a good stencil you guys all it takes is a little bit of paper and and a, a utility knife you know, and and then just some a logo spray paint goes a long way to make right? you look like a superhero. Right, like, exactly. And I say this knowing half my team doesn't have a logo on their gimmick, and I'm not making fun of them, Good Samaritan. But <laughs> uh, but wearing a <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna kill me. I mean, he's gonna try and kill me. Um, <laughs> I love you, buddy. Um. But wearing a logo does go a long way towards that superhero look. Like, my original gimmick had a logo, but it was like spray, uh, literally spray painted on just letter I. And it was okay, but it wasn't great. But when I got a patch of my logo and slapped it on the front, it went from looking pretty ratty to looking like a superhero. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, uh, Razorhawk doesn't seem to be doing patches anymore. Um, but and he was a great source. But you can find patches online fairly cheaply, I think, where we can get a custom order. Right. Um, and so being able to do that, and you know, if you're trying to design your logo and you're having trouble, you know, come up with a design and see if you can find someone who can help you turn it into a vector. And some companies will will do that. It'll will charge you for it, but. You know, it's not a lot, yeah. You, you can you can find there are plenty of artistic you. people in our community that have the computer skills that will render you up a symbol for free. 
My symbol was created by the actor, and it was done up to free. There you go. You know, we'll do that. Tomorrow is Wardrobe Wednesday, right? So maybe we'll start doing the, hey, do you guys the exchange on Wednesdays? Uh, And and also see who can offer up, you know, who's, I know Vector here is, uh, he's really good at what he does. He is really busy with his own work doing, you know, um, stuff like that. This scene in Friday night, by the way, how come you didn't get to drag him up to Portland? Oh, I, I'm sorry. What was that, uh, Sky? Missed seeing Victor. Victor uh, missed seeing Victor Friday night. How come you didn't get to drag him up to Portland? You know what? Believe it or not, he is still working. He's working from home, which is wonderful. Um, but because we asked, we said, "Hey, do you want to go?" And we originally bought plane tickets to go, and then we went. You know what? We don't want to ride in a plane right now. It's kind of scary. And he couldn't take the days that we had to take. You know, to drive up and drive Dang. back. So yeah, yeah, I know. We missed him too. We're like, man, okay, next time when it's okay again. Um, but impact, you were talking about, about helmets and whatnot. Check out that Vector's helmet. What is that thing anyway? It's got strobe lights or whatnot on it. <laughs> <laughs> Vector, hey Vector, I know you know. Can we bring you on? I know he's on hold. He's been listening. So yeah, Vector, uh, I, I know you're. Let's bring him in. And we got DB Defend too. We'll bring him in in a minute too. Uh, bring him on too. Okay, there we go. Let go ahead and let Vector. Hey, Vector. Got Vector, Vector, can you hear us? Vector. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, What's, yeah. What's your so, Vector so for the shout we're, okay. we're talking about your helmet. So Sky was was wondering yeah. what your helmet's made out of. What's it made out of? So it's, that's that's EVA foam. You can, you guys, all you basically need for that, that's like floor matting, like the kind of floor matting that you uh, you use in your workshop, but and you can make it out of that stuff. Go to like Harbor Freight. You can buy a roll of it for like fifteen bucks or something, and make yourself some decent armor. That's again good for handouts, not so good for taking a hit, unless you were to bolster it with say fiberglass or something like that. But I've never seen anybody really do that. But I've always I, I have about some EVA. I have some EVA inside of my BMX armor. That's where part of the yeah you can, comes from. Exactly. So if you were to like, again, so if you like sandwich that with, you know, some kind of plastic or maybe put that behind some uh, like PVC pipe or something, but you will need to probably invest in a heat gun. And again, Harbor Freight. You just described my shin guards. My shin guards are made of polycarbonate backed with EVA foam. Yeah, yeah. You can do a lot with that. And that's the same kind of foam they put in motorcycle armor for like the jackets and such. That's the same stuff. Um so, again, if you have some sort of mesh on the outside, you can, you know, you can take your body out against the floor, you know, against the grinder of the, the concrete, as as it were. If you fall off a bike and get your road rash, it'll protect you against that. Probably a good punch or two, but not, you know, nothing beyond that. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to be installing some lights in my helmet as well. Uh, currently, I think I just have a, um, a paintball mesh on the outside uh, for the where the face mask is, like where the mouthpiece is. Yeah, the rest of the yeah everyone stuff. thinks that uh, thing on top is a light anyway. Yeah, everybody thinks you're, you're the top part is it's already not. That's fine. No, yeah, Wait, it's, it's, sure, it's a light, yes. Oh, <laughs> not <okay>. yet. See, <laughs> it's not, right? It looks like it, right? So it's it's not. See, it's, my life is a PVD. I, I think I might actually be in hell right now. My life is actually a lie. I've been living purgatory at work. And now I think I might actually be in purgatory because my life just exploded. Because I thought I thought that was a light for two fucking years. 
Right? right? See, so that's that's fine. It's funny. I remember, too, uh, I think Z came to us. The first, the first picture he put up of him with that helmet on, he was like, please tell me that's a light on top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, I just assumed it was. I assumed he had a floodlight up there. Right? It's going to be a floodlight with, uh, with, you know, with the intent to distract attention, you know? That's to, what like you need. Okay, lock, now break we're holding you to so, it now. You're, you're on the air talking so about actually, it, and we're holding you to you. <laughs> actually, Bug, with those gauntlets, with those gauntlets, Bug, I, on mine, I'm sure you've seen them, I have all sorts of crap attached to the outside, including things I could turn on as flashers or lights and oh. stuff. And that's one of the nice things about hard uh, hard armor, like gaunt, like the gauntlets or the BMS, because you can, you can Velcro, like I have mine all Velcroed on. So I've got, I'm like the right arm, I've got I think a flasher and a light. And the left arm, I've got a blue light, a watch, and a compass. Like just, so you can attach gear to stuff too, which is, and then I feel like Tony Stark when I look at like, when I'm like, oh, what time is it? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. I, I have to I have to interject here. And by the way, we're gonna bring on D V Defender real quick. Bring on D V, hun. Thank you. Yeah. But you know what? Hi D V, hang on. Glad that you're here, Hello, buddy. hello. Hello. Well I, I was just gonna say that Impact was talking about Velcro on his gauntlets. Dude, I'm gonna steal that idea because you know, you can adjust for every different like I'm not gonna need the same things on my arms for an outreach that I'm gonna need for a patrol. So that's wonderful that you have Velcro, number one. Yeah. Number two, the compass is brilliant. And you guys want to know why? When we do patrols, with the, there's a Castro Street Patrol that is so freaking organized. They've been at this for like, I don't know, 10, 20 years. And wow. they're in the Castro District of San Francisco where, you know, people, gay hate crimes have been happening, you know, forever. So they had to invent their own patrol. If you guys are ever in San Francisco, we should all go to a training thing with them because they blew us away with how organized they are. But they always made sure that everybody who was patrolling, when you turned onto a different street, you said the street name out loud and you said whether you were going northeast, south, or west. And the reason that's important, right? So you go, hey, I'm going up... uh, Johnson Street heading northeast on the 700 block because should something go down and now your head is like totally swimming and crazy, you're going to go, oh, where where am I? But you just yelled it out loud and the compass can help you know which direction you are so that, you know, and like, that's true. St. Pete is a, it's a grid. Like if you know, if you can see a street sign, you can know which direction you're going. But, I we we did a in Chicago. I did a handout in in Spokane with service, and ha, and being able to know what direction I was going was great. Just to know where I was, because I like so it so people don't ignore that. Like no one ever thinks about something like compasses or something. I'm very big into math, into reading maps. I'm not I'm not so. Um, People always ask me, if, if you're on Facebook, my name is Carter Impact. The name Carter came from the word cartographer because I needed what? a face oh. first name for Facebook. And what? I have that big RLSH map. You know, that big yeah. map that I run that says where everyone is? Cartographer. I chose the name Carter because I took the word cartographer and ripped out the middle letters. 
I had no idea. I've known you for how long now? Wow, dude. Five years. We learned that Vector is living a lie with his lights and that your name came from cartographer. Wow. This is awesome. I was today years hey, old. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute now. I never told anybody <laughs> that flashlight. Y'all just assumed. You didn't tell me when your own life. It looked like it. It looked like right? it. Lie of omission, my friend. Lie of omission. <laughs> I was today years old. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no one knows the cartographer thing. Wow, Um, that's No, I I love maps. My team makes fun of me because we'll be planning a big handout, and I'll be like, all right, here's where we're starting. Here's where we're going. They're like, yeah, we know. We do this every time. I'm like, I don't care. I'm making a map. Shut up. (laughs) Are you, like, like drawing it in the dirt with a stick? No, I I make it up. While everyone's kneeling down. I said that ahead of time, then Warden makes fun of me for it. He's like, we know where we're going. And I'm like, shut up, dude. I like making maps. And then, and then you, like, you, like, punch the spot where, all, where y'all going to meet up. Oh, my God. This is this not is Indiana Jones, honey. Oh, geez. No, I don't punch the spot. I put a stick up and wait for the sun to align properly to oh. shine a light where we're all going to meet. And pro- wow. while wearing my big Indiana Jones hat. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. You just called I... yourself Sundial. <laughs> right. Hey, by the way, okay. uh, Funny enough, some of you probably already know this. Very, very close to okay. where we meet is a shopping center that is called the Sundial. It is an exit on the highway to go to the Sundial. <laughs> so that's really nice. fun. It is the world's, I think it's the world's largest working Sundial, or at least the country's oh. largest working Sundial. That's funny. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah. Oh, the compass app on your smartphones have them, but under duress. I under have, duress is I have not that easy to do. I have on my I phone. Mean, can, but I like to have a look yeah. down on my wrist and see them both. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, DB, we just brought you on. Uh, got any uh, um, tips up for hey, us buddy. Or, or, you know, anything to say about your uh, uh, gear? Yeah, actually, um, so the very first time when I, when I first started doing this, um, I really didn't have a whole lot uh, tongue tied. I didn't really have a whole <laughs> lot to work with, but because, um, like, there's, like, a few, well, actually, I think there's only one video where I actually showed myself at the very, very beginning, but all I had at the beginning was just a simple um, black um I had a black Sports Illustrated jacket. I, I I tried to I tried to black out the Sports Illustrated thing. Um, but I had that. I had basic. I had I had basic um, black jean pants. that had a little loop where I had where I had a flashlight to it. Just making stuff simple from what I had around the house. But then later on, I was going to like thrift stores because you know thrift stores can provide some good stuff. But, but, but you got to find the good like. If you go to a thrift store and you try to find armor there, you got to know what you're looking for and not try to get something that's going to eventually fall off or something like that, if, if that makes sense. Because, like, no, here's one good example. Here, here's one good example. Okay. So I had gotten a pair of knee pads. Now, at the time, they fit well. But as time progressed within, like, I, I would say within a year, they were starting to fall off. And one 
one was on one leg, but the other one was just like going down on my leg. I had to keep pulling the damn thing up. Every right. time. I'm like, you know what? I mean, because it, it got irritated to a point where it's like, you know what? Screw these knee pads. I'm just going to walk around without knee pads until I can pour something better. So That's why I'm um, wearing a lot of shin guards and knee pads. Right? They, they just... Nothing stays on. Nothing stays on the knees. I like the idea of them. And interesting note, interesting note, I was actually trying to find something for, like, armor on the arms and stuff. So what I did was um, I went to a local, um, another local thrift store, and I incorporated using peewee soccer shin pads as arm guards. And so, um, and so, what I did was I just used where where the um, foot usually goes in. That I just had it slipping, I had it slipping, slipping over my hand, which kind of acted as kind of like a glove on my hand as well. So it, it kind of helped a little bit on that. And then, um, but I just did something basic, and and then later on I got some, and you know, <laughs> I can fix anything with duct tape, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, exactly, duct um, tape. Duct tape is the hero of the show. I'm not kidding. Duct tape is will save you. Should you know what? Yeah. If you're out on a patrol and you have enough room in a bag, you guys should always bring duct yeah. tape anyway. Actually, uh, that gives me two two real quick hints. Just because. Yeah. So if tape where you don't have to carry the whole roll, what I do is I take a little piece of par- I have a little piece of paracord. I put a loop on one end to slip on a carabiner. The other end has a knot. In between them, I took duct tape and I very carefully rolled it around so it was nice and even. I made a really concise roll of duct tape. What? And that's that is good. That is good. Yeah. I mean, it takes patience like to line it up. But even if you don't line it up properly and it's a little, like, uneven, it'll still work really well. So wow. that's a really yeah, easy that's way true. to carry duct tape. No, the other thing is when you're attaching stuff, um, not uh, – so, like, again, I'm a, I, I feel like such a fucking show for Walmart today. Walmart sells these uh, straps you can use in the camping section, and you know, I and then you can buy extra buckles and stuff. So I cut them down, and I will sew up one end to be the end. And Rock, you can look at Bugs Gauntlets for this. I sew up one end to be attached directly to one buckle. The other end, you know, you you put through, and you have that little like slidey thing. It, I'm not explaining it well. You know that little like. Uh, it's like a circle with a – it's like almost a figure eight-shaped plastic piece that, you know, you can slide yeah. a strap through. Yeah. Like yeah. that's one end. The other end you, you sew on, and you can make straps really easily to hold stuff on. So – and it's a little more flexible than duct tape is going to be because duct tape, you know, you stick it on and that's it. Like my shoulder pad – that's how my shoulder pads are attached to my suit. I can, cl- unt- I can take the shoulder pads off of my suit if I want to. Nice. Um, I I I build yeah. most of my stuff to be modular, um, like that, and it's very helpful. And it's really it's not expensive, and it's really easy to do. You don't even have to be a good sewer because I'm not. You just have to be able to make a square and then like cross it with thread. It's super easy. It's not entirely pretty, but it works really really well. Right. That's 
that, oh, uh, you know what, um, I think you really do need to do the little videos about, you know, DIY stuff. In fact, I, anybody who wants to do one, we can throw them onto, um, I believe yeah. we could probably create files in the RLSH uh, Recruit Center where we just have anybody who wants to do them, go ahead, do your own little do-it-yourself video I, on I gear. I have my match with me specifically mm-hmm. so I can make a couple videos. I, I was just doing my mask to throw on and make some videos for everybody. Definitely. I was just gonna, I, I was just gonna say I was gonna say something just right quick. Um on the jacket that I had later on I actually had did duct tape on my jacket to put to put in the logo that I had 'cause because the picture of it is actually on my on my as my profile picture 'cause it's the classic version of what I had originally. But it it, it worked for a good long time. The only problem was trying to like just trying to repair it off and on because it because it was starting to peel off, but it held out for about I think about three years I believe because I even because at one point I had that and then I had wore my vest over it, um but it, it, it still but, but like one of the benefits of that was that not only did it give it a a I would say shiny stylish look but it kept you warm even during the cold too. Oh yeah, and, so, and that's um, important too. Nice. That's that's yeah. another another thing that we didn't get to talk a lot about, but we'll add more to that um, on our page. Uh, and you guys, please comment more on the page, uh, on the Heroes One One page, because we always put up details about what we talked about here. But we have sixty seconds until the show is over, so you know what impact. Um, I'm gonna say thank you to in the chat room, Discordia, uh, Wolf Paradox. Uh, our caller Sky Vector DB Defend and uh, Impact. You can take it out. We've got 46 seconds. Wow, this is I a know, lot of power, that? and I don't want to. I don't want to abuse it. Um, <laughs> just remember, guys, base whatever you do on what you're trying to do. Uh, don't wear cardboard to go fight crime because cardboard melts in the rain. Um, Yes. <laughs> look, look at thrift shops and get sporting goods because that's designed to stop you from getting hurt. So look at stuff that's designed to stop you from getting hurt when you're trying to not get hurt. Um, you know, make yourself make your stuff designed to be replaceable. Velcro is great because you can take things on and off. Um, and I hope I and and feel free to message us with any questions because I will talk to anyone about how to make stuff. Because I've had people who are gadgeteers tell me that to, that like I I'm good at doing it very cheaply and lightweight. So please nice. reach out and I will happily help whoever needs it. And also, um, as I end every show, bangerang. <laughs> bangerang, everybody! Happy superhero week! <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Bangerang, love you guys. We'll see you next time. Philosophy states, don't start none, won't be none.